This episode of the Stock Market Movers podcast is brought to you by Calamero St. Helliers. Calamero is one of Auckland's best rated pizza shops and you can now order online at calamero.co.nz. That is C-A-L-I-M-E-R-O dot Or just pop in and see us. It is Saturday the 7th of March 2020. My name is Jeremy Medlin and welcome to episode 75 of the Stock Market Movers podcast. Just a quick reminder that nothing that I say today should be considered financial advice. And if you're looking for financial advice, I recommend that you speak to an authorised financial advisor. Of course, this week, again, we're talking the coronavirus. Um, I'm I'm looking at the S&P 500 at the moment and it's still got... 40 minutes to close or whatever it is and we're already we're down 3.8 percent so some more volatility there um it's all everyone seems to be talking about at the moment whether in the markets or outside of the markets and it is it's driving them one way or another um so the market just seems to be dancing to the headline tune of, of whatever is on the front page of the paper that day so it bounces up it bounces down but yeah, and there are a lot of headlines at the moment. In my opinion, and I'm no PhD on the topic, but it seems unlikely that it will be able to be contained. And by that I mean that the measures that have been taken by governments at the moment are unlikely to contain it. And why do I think that? Um, you know, because there's already some pretty severe containment measures in place um, and the thing isn't being contained. So here's where my view might differ. You probably think that because this cannot be contained that it's going to be a terrible thing for the markets but it might be but I actually think it would be a good thing remember it's not the virus itself that's that's causing the price action in the markets it's the reaction to the virus you know the, the whole shutting down of the economy part so I think that once governments move from a containment approach to something else then the economy and the markets will be able to start to rebuild that is once we start treating it like just another disease or virus that humans can take catch and die from then it, it'll will the, the economy and the markets will be able to move forward it, it it'll still be a a bad thing but the learning to live with the approach will be better for the markets and the economy than what we have now so do i think that governments will, will stop trying to contain it even when it gets to the point where it's uncontainable probably not i think they will that, that's obviously the risk it to the markets um and i think they'll probably try to contain it long beyond the point of containment that's always the case of this sort of thing but as i spoke last week the economic reaction to the virus has been so severe that i do not expect that reaction to stop anytime soon um so what we're going to do today is we don't often talk about prices too much in the market except in the in, in the context of valuation so but this week we'll do something a little bit differently so what I've done is I've going to look at some individual stocks on the NZX um, I've filtered all the NZX with a minimum market cap of 25 million um, this is just to remove the really small companies whose share price often just bounces around depending on who is buying or selling the spread that day um, and I've ordered them by one month share price performance that's from worst to the best and let's take a look at the results so Excuse me. The worst performing stock over the last month has been Evolve Education. They trade on the NZX under the ticker code EVO, and they have lost a third, essentially, well, pretty much exactly a third, 33.33% in the last month and 41.9% year-to-date. And just looking at their updates, they have not put out anything specific to the coronavirus, so this is an interesting one. When I was playing this exercise, it was not really a stock that I was expecting to be the worst performing. Um, they're obviously a, a childcare provider in one childcare centre, so you would think, domestically as well, I believe, so you'd think maybe not directly related to the coronavirus but it, it could just be 
one that might for a reason be that is unrelated to the virus. I know that the company has had some issues in the past, so it could be related to that. Or, or it could be something that is impacting their business. Maybe parents are pulling their children from schools until this settles down. I, I don't actually know the answer there, unfortunately, but I was a surprise to see them as number one, although it's not really a, a thing a, a thing you want to be first on this this, this this list. The next company is another one they wouldn't have expected, that is SmartPay Holdings. They trade on the NZX under the ticker code SPY. Um, the stock is down 32.41% in the last month and 12.5% year to date. Again, not necessarily one that I would have expected to be in this sort of situation, but I think we can probably exclude, I, d- I don't know the exact details, but I know there has been some corporate action with the stock, so the share price movement might be related to that, so let's just move on. Next company is Sinlay, um, down 31.03% in the last month and 36% year to date. On the surface, this would make sense, uh, a company that is involved in, in milk production. Um, a lot of its product ends up in China. You know, you can do the math here. The outbreak began in China, so it's not that hard. Um, but then you think you would think that A2 shares of A2 milk would also be hit pretty hard, but then you go... Go look at that and you, you scroll down the list and you try to find A2 and you have to go to the very end because A2 is one of the best performing stocks this year. Up 17.63% in the last month and, and 14 and a half or 14.58% year to date. So figure that one out. Um, New Zealand refining is the next worst, um, down 29.56% for the month and 40.43% year to date. This is nothing new for NZR shareholders, however. It's, it's almost like the coronavirus started affecting them back in 2016 because the share price has only found new lows since that time. Um, but the sell-off has been particularly sharp in this last month, and obviously that's more related to the coronavirus. At the end of February, the company said that the coronavirus is having an impact on supply and demand, and it will mean that a low-margin environment will likely remain into the early part of 2020, and they expect it to be volatile. The next company you would 100% expect to see, that is Air New Zealand. They're down a tick under 25% for the month and 29.7% year-to-date. Uh, no surprises here. A, a big event like the coronavirus, where there are massive travel restrictions and I guess a general fear of travelling, you'd expect it to affect an airline. Um, the, the company spoke extensively about the impact of the virus in a recent update. They, they actually gave tangible numbers to go along with it. They're reducing capacity. Um, they're expecting 17% less capacity across February and June than originally planned in Asia. They've also noticed signs of weak, weaker demand across the Tasman and domestically. So this is the general fear of flying thing. The stuff in Asia is, is active steps, um, but the the demand thing is the general fear and that's that's what they they're seeing there. And you've seen them running promotions to try to deal with this. What I see the other day it was like a thousand tickets for nine dollars or something like that. Um they they're currently expecting a net negative impact to earnings in the range of thirty five to seventy five million. Um, that's quite a big range, but it's good that E New Zealand has actually given us a number. Um, most companies just cop out and say the impact is uncertain or it's too early to say or, or words to that effect. Um, these sorts of things can have, have big impacts on airlines. You've got basically companies with high fixed costs um, and, yeah, um, and if, yeah, so it's, 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 it's going to have a big impact on E New Zealand. Um, they're saying thirty-five to seventy-five million at the moment. Um, it, it's, it's you wonder if if they've put seventy-five million as the absolute worst case. It's it's hard to say. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see if that range or that, that range is going to change over time. I mean, it's, it's a big difference. So either it'll get closer to the 35 million or it'll get closer or beyond the 75 million. So let's see what happens. Um, because of the high fixed costs, you'd hope for the sake of airlines and New Zealand that this doesn't continue for an extended period of time because then there might be some serious trouble. Um, the next stock, it's it's not a surprise here again, it's Serco, SKO and the NZX, and I believe they've got an ASX listing now as well. They're down 23.08% in the last month and 19.19% year-to-date. Um, they provide, I mean, if you're a long-term holder of Serco, you're probably not too stressed out. Um, it's, it's been an absolute top performer. Um, they provide software in the travel industry. Um, and as you might have heard, this virus is affecting the travel industry. So as far as I can see, I, I don't think that the company has put out any comment on the virus at this stage. Um, I think with, with Serco, their revenues are actually quite low at the moment. So it might be one of those cases where they're growing so fast in their business anyway that the it doesn't have a percentage impact on the revenues because it's sort of they they're growing so fast independent of the of the virus anyway. Um, a, a couple of honourable mentions, companies that I think the virus will have a, a true impact on. THL, down 12% in the last month and, and 43.74% year-to-date. Not a great year for THL shareholders. This was one where I think it was one of the... How do I say? It was one of the companies that was affected very early on from the virus. A lot of the, the big share price moves has happened in the last month, but THL was one of those ones that was impacted early on. Sky City down 10.58% in the last month and 19.14% year-to-date. Again, another one where you'd expect there to be a direct impact. Um, I was in the casino last week <laughs> after the Tool concert on Friday night, mind you, um, and... And, you know, the, the people we spoke to at the table said it was way quieter than normal because of the, the virus. So interesting one there. Flying high in the markets at the other end of the spectrum, we've already mentioned A2 Milk. Um, but what about Just Life Group, the water cooler company? They're up 19.3% for the month and 41.67% year to date. So a hell of a year for those stockholders. Anyway, the company came out and informed the market that there'll be not... There will not be any impact from the coronavirus. The group's revenue is, and I'm reading word for word here, is derived from the domestic market and there's no such volatility exposure to export earnings, blah, 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 blah. Nobody really cares. Um, <laughs> but they're monitoring the situation situation closely. I think by that they mean they're watching the same news updates as that, that we are. You'd be concerned as a shareholder of Just Life if they'd employed experts to give them opinions on it. Um, but this sort of announcement just reeks of a stock that has been flying high and is trying to ride the wave. It, it seems a little bit, I don't know, a little bit of an unnecessary a, an announcement there. Um, the worst performers on, on the NZX year today is actually Gentrack, um, down 46.67%. The, the stock is apps has been absolutely slashed. I, I think that's more of a valuation thing. If you look at the last month, um, down 6.5%, I think the the valuation just got... I don't know, I think the, the stock got grouped in that sort of software-as-a-service type company and probably didn't actually... F- there wasn't too much thought given to the market about the type of company that they actually were. You know, they, they have a few big clients and therefore can't grow at the same rate as say like a 
is zero can for example where you're getting lots of little clients and there's a the massive uptake in the product where Gentrack, you know provides software solutions to like airports and, and things like that so you've got a few big clients and i think people just started projecting the revenue growth that other software companies were experiencing not that Gentrack, i think Gentrack's a fine company by the way i just think the valuation just got crazy and you know year to date down 46.67 um the last six months down 65.52 percent so it absolutely hit hard obviously probably unrelated to the coronavirus i know they did lose some big clients as well which is going to have an impact i would be interested in buying gen track at some stage um you'd like to see the valuation get to a, a realistic sort of level based on what the company can actually produce um other honourable mentions just scrolling through the list right now. Chorus, um, this this one surprised me. It's, it's a company I've haven't spent too much time looking at, but you know they've they've been a, a strong share price performer. Fisher and Paykel, um, you know just the the real darling of of the NZX. Um, it seems to be that people are prepared to pay any amount of money for for the stock. Um, I'm sure uh, there's a, the classic stock market saying that you should be a bit worried when you start seeing companies on the front page of the paper and that was the case the other day and I was in a, getting a coffee, if you're not aware, I, I, I drink coffee now. <laughs> um, but the, on, the, on the front page of the paper in, in, in the cafe um, was was a big article about Fisher and Pike or riding high um, and that, they say that's normally a bad time for the stock market. There's probably been about 15 of those articles about Fisher and Pike over the last 10 years so there might not be too much to read into that. Um, Sparks another good performer um, you know so actually year to date <laughs> there's, there's some pretty good numbers from a lot a lot of NZX companies obviously the, the month to date numbers aren't aren't too bad um, it, it seems to be like I said at the start of the episode that this reaction to the the economic reaction to the coronavirus has been severe um, if they continue with this containment approach that they're going now, the the economic impact is going to continue to be severe. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I'm not sure if containment from a stock market perspective is the answer, but obviously we're thinking less about the stock market and and more about human health. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, that's about all we have time for today. Thanks very much for listening into the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed something a little bit different, but obviously it's going to be about the coronavirus and it's probably going to continue being about the coronavirus for a while. Um, thanks again for listening. Find out more at stockmarketmovers.co.nz or, or find it on Facebook. Send me a message at jeremy at stockmarketmovers.co.nz or on Facebook Messenger. Um, Once again, my name is Jeremy Medlin and this has been episode 75 of the Stock Market Movers podcast for Saturday the 7th of March 2020. We'll see you all again next week.